0: Welcome to the Influencer Podcast. I'm your host, Julie Solomon. If you found yourself here, it means you are ready to unleash the powerful visionary that lives inside you, turning you into an authentic leader who creates influence, impact, and change. Let's get started. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to another Best Of episode. Today, we are going to be journeying back to some of my best episodes this year that tackle productivity and the secrets that will empower you to unlock your fullest potential and achieve success that you have always wanted for now and especially for 2024 that is just around the corner. We are here to talk all about scheduling, boundaries, how to really secure your time and your space for the most optimal achievement possible. My focus today is really on unlocking what is keeping you stuck so you can really step into a higher level of potential for yourself. So fasten your seatbelts for an eye-opening journey where we bid farewell to the past and welcome in a new productivity, my friends, for 2024 and beyond. And with that, Let's get started. So if you are ready to make more money, if you are tired of maybe kind of beating your head against the wall wondering like, why can't I figure this out? I feel a block, I feel a shift. If you're ready to create new habits and wanna figure out how to do that in a way in which they stick, then this episode is for you. There's always going to be a difference between what you know and what you do with what you know. And we all need to find our own definition of success. And to understand that there are impressions of what success is supposed to look like, is supposed to be, which is all very ego-driven. But most people never stop to look at, well, what does success really mean for me? Really? And how will I know when I'm at that version of success? And it doesn't need to be the house or the fancy car or the certain amount of money in the bank account. It's whatever you want it to be. As you evolve and grow, you're gonna probably have iterations of what success means to you. And that's why, you know, 14 years ago, I started feeling that itch to explore that. And then once I explored that and I figured out there was something more, then obviously there were some new habits that needed to be made in order to reflect the version of me that I wanted to become. The first several years of my journey, I was operating from an illusion. And the illusion was that I had to, add on. I had to improve and enhance myself in some way in order to get what I want, in order to make more money, in order to be better. And that was the belief. And this is what so many people are always doing. I hear it all the time. People say, Julie, I want to show up and I want to do it better in 2023. And that seems like such a harmless, positive thing. But the problem in phrases and just even thoughts like that is that it presupposes that there's something not good enough about you right now. And that's what I was doing. I was telling myself that I needed to add a bunch of stuff that wasn't there. I've got to learn these new new skills. I've got to get smarter here. I've got to learn ways to work faster and work harder and work longer. And all of it was coming from this place of, so I can finally be worthy, deserving, or good enough to receive everything that I wanted. And I spent a while in that mindset, which ironically, (laughs) I think they're absolutely correlated. It is not a coincidence whatsoever that those years of my business, and this was you know, seven years ago, six years ago, they were really rough. They were really hard. They were really grindy. And it was from that mindset that said I wasn't enough, the habits that were created around that, that I didn't actually get the real results that I wanted until that shifted. And what shifted for me, from that moment forward, and really how I operate today, is this thing about mindset, habits, belief, personal growth, evolution, getting to the next level, right? You always hear people saying, I wanna take my business, or I wanna take my life to the next level, but how to get there is actually the opposite. That was a new habit that I had to create. I went from always looking to add on, to enhancing, trying to enhance me, to actually subtracting things, taking away, or more accurately, letting go of the things that weren't serving me. And my life became about the shedding of the things that just were weighing me down, that were heavy, letting go of things that didn't make sense for me to work on, certain clients, certain offers, the workload, social aspects, going out, you know, spending money on things that didn't matter, friends, shopping, just anything that wasn't truly getting me there, it had to go. And so the fear feels so real when you're in that moment, when you have this habit of this fear. It's like you actually feel like your life is in danger. You feel it physically. And so the journey began for me where I really noticed how much I was trying too hard. Like all of my marketing efforts, my posts, my social media, my email, everything I was doing was coming from this place of scarce and of lack, and of, I need you to pick me. Please pick me. Because that would validate me on some level. And nobody wants that. Like, have you ever dated someone who was just like always too available? And you're just like, ooh, no, (laughs) no. And the ironic saying is that really that's probably one of the biggest sins in marketing. Like we think that more is more, but it's not. So anybody who's setting out to make an impact online, whether you're a coach or you're a creative or a thought leader or influencer or a brand or whatever, you don't influence by being Vanilla. You don't influence by being the thing that everybody already knows and that everybody already agrees with. You must on some level be willing to rock the boat, be the contrarian, to go against the grain, to zig why others are zagging because if you don't stand up for something, how the heck do you expect to stand out? If you can't be a leader for something, how do you expect anyone to follow you? Wanted to pop in with some exciting news. Applications are now open for my six-month mastermind that starts in January of 2024. The six-month mastermind is designed for experienced entrepreneurs, content creators and online coaches aiming to elevate their brands to the pinnacle of success. Now, this is not just like any mastermind. This is a true transformative journey that takes you beyond mere acceleration to achieve ultimate brand mastery. If you are someone who has hit that six-figure level and you are ready to expand to multi-six or seven-figure heights while elevating your brand and visibility, this is for you. You can head to juliesolomon.net/mastermind to get all of the details and to read some trans testimonials from past members. You will not want to miss this opportunity. If you are feeling the itch or even if you're just curious, go to juliesolomon.net slash mastermind for all the details. And anybody who's telling you that you have to hustle until your face falls off in order to be successful, or that all you have to do is just manifest what you want and affirm it and get into the vibes and energy of what you want, and that's the key to success, they're lying to you. And this may be even something that is like different form of thinking, but how many people do we know That you can just think of right now, a friend, maybe yourself listening to this right now, you're either hustling or maybe you know someone that is addicted to Adderall, minding and grinding and always looking for the next fix, working longer, working harder, working faster than most people, or they're on the other end of the spectrum. They're just soaking in every book, every podcast, every Abraham Hicks masterclass every YouTube video of people selling them the vibes and the frequency and the energy all day long. But because their habits aren't changing, none of it is working. I think a lot of people want to push back when I say this because they don't wanna hear the truth of the matter. And I'm just like, I don't care. I want you to be successful. I want you to change your beliefs and habits so you actually get what you want. This is what I stand for. Like as a leader, that's what I stand for. And if you are operating from hustle, are operating from manifesting alone, you don't even realize yet how small you're choosing to see yourself. Because what you're saying is that your unique value, gift, zone of genius, your unique thing that you and only you alone can offer, who you are, who you really are, is either just your work ethic or it's just you affirming it into existence. And it's not enough to just hustle and work hard or just be in the vibes and attract. I'm actually getting so tired and so bored with people always talking about being in the vibe of something, because I think, honestly, that idea has gotten completely hijacked by people over the last several years who, you know, it's become like this sales strategy and this messaging to manipulate people into buying some thing that they have, you know, a course, a mastermind, whatever, you know, where it's like, well, all you have to do is think new thoughts and get in my vibes and you're going to make a million dollars. It's just a load of crap. If it were that simple, we'd all be billionaires. Now, yes. The idea of attraction, of manifestation, obviously, I believe is a massive piece to it, just as hard work and dedication is a massive piece to it, but that's not where it begins or ends. It begins with your habits because the world doesn't give you what you want or what you wish or what you see. The world gives you who you are. It's not about the law of attraction or the law of hard work to make money. That's not enough. It's also about the law of resonance. And this is it, this is what I'm about to say is the golden ticket. If you want to be a success, if you want to make more money this year, if you want to change your life, then deep inside of you, you need to believe and you need to act and you need to cultivate the habits of the version of you that wants to come alive and be successful. The habits of the version of you that wants to expand, impact, make millions, create something powerful. And only you can make that happen. And how you do that or how I did it, my trick was to learn how to day by day, improve the quality of my beliefs. And when I did that, what I started to see is that my life started to expand in accordance with those habits and beliefs. And then the results came from the action taken by those habits and beliefs. My habits today, it's really about the less I quote unquote work and the more I create better habits, the more that I am so intentional with how I set up my day. I realized how much I was showing up in my business and really the way I was showing up in my business was really to protect myself. And mostly because I was so afraid to trust what was just literally in front of me. I was too focused on controlling everything instead of just intentionally acting upon what was in front of me at that moment. And because of that, I was vanilla. I was playing safe. I was playing small. And the moment that I let that go, I was free. I was free to say what I truly wanted to say, to work with who I wanted to work with, to work the way in which I wanted to work with. I was free to do what I really wanted to do. And all of a sudden, it's like it flowed. It was easier. I was reaching more people. I was being more assertive and straightforward in my messaging and in my marketing. And it just set the stage for more. Your business, your brand today is a direct reflection of who you are right now. You as an entrepreneur, you as a woman, you as a man, a mom, a dad, a daughter, you as how you show up in that business. So ask yourself, do the habits of who you are right now reflect the leader that you say you want to be? Are you all in with who you are right now? Are you working from that higher version? Are you excited and expanded and lit up by it? Would you want to buy and invest and work with you right now? The clients that you're wanting to call in? If not, how do you expect to reach those people? Step one, get a message that influences others. You got to level that up. When you're more concerned about what people think of you and more concerned of spending or wasting money instead of using it as an investment towards your growth, hoping that you don't make a mistake, hoping that you look good, hoping... You know, like how many times do you notice yourself before you press submit or post send on an email or an Instagram post? It's like, oh my gosh, I hope they agree with this. I hope they said I was right. I hope they like it. If that's what your habit is, why is that your number one priority? Why is that more important than I hope this changes one person's life? I hope this makes a difference for someone today. I hope that I learned something from this. I hope this wakes one person up to my perspective, to something that I know can help somebody. Why would our habits be more concerned about people's thoughts, perspectives, and opinions, which is also very selfish, instead of really focusing on what's most important? And again, I get it. It's it's our survival meca- mechanism. But what we really need to be focusing on and the habits that we need to be cultivating is how can I make the world a better place in the way that we can with the responsibility that we have of having any platform at all even if it's a platform of 50 people those are 50 living breathing human beings that you can touch and that you can inspire and that you can shift in some capacity but i know that most of you now because like i i know who you are because you reach out to me you're in my community i see most of you don't just have 50 people following you at this point so stop caring so much about what other people think stop caring about their opinions, and instead start caring about your own habits and how you're showing up. Stop being so terrified to invest in yourself. You know, I think back to the time when I was so afraid to invest in coaching because I thought, well, you know, what if I invest in this and no one buys my offer? Well, Julie, with that mindset, of course no one's going to buy your offer when you won't even buy an offer. (laughs) So it had to start with me. When I started investing in coaching, that's when people started buying my offers. But before then, no, not really. So I had to rock my own boat. I had to change my own habits. I couldn't care what other complete strangers out there on the internet thought of me anymore. And that allowed me to start showing up more fully. And you have to be intentional with your focus, with your actions. Ask yourself, what is the next opportunity for you today? what do you have available to you right now that you can take action upon right now to get you closer to where you want to go? Your habit to not be able to deal with the change will be your downfall because we have to be flexible enough and open enough and curious enough to be able to see the new and next opportunity. In fact, what really helped me overcome that fear of this idea of, oh my gosh, it's going to all come crashing down, was that I had to get to the core of what was the problem I was really solving for people. You know, which for me, simply put, the problem that I help people solve is I help them scale their businesses and I help them become more visible and build more authority. I help people become more known and get paid very well for it. That's the problem I solve for people. Lack of money, lack of visibility. So if you want that, come and work with me. As creators, we often don't have a huge team to build our business that doesn't mean that we have to do it alone. Kajabi gives you all the tools that you need to build a profitable business. Kajabi is your all-in-one platform for digital products designed for creators to create, market, and sell their digital content. No matter your niche, Kajabi makes it easy to turn your skills, passions, and experiences into enriching online courses, exclusive membership sites, subscription podcasts, thriving communities, personalized coaching, and so much more. Now, there is a reason why Kajabi has been the go-to place for over a decade for so many creators. And you guys know how much I love data. You hear me talk about it all the time on this podcast, the importance of analytics. With Kajabi, you also get robust analytics, easy payment options, email marketing tools, and customizable website templates. With Kajabi you also get robust analytics, easy payment options, email marketing tools and customizable website templates all built in. The best part? You don't need a huge audience to make sustainable income. There are thousands of creators on Kajabi making six and seven figures with less than 50,000 followers. Right now, Kajabi is offering a free 30-day trial to start your business if you go to kajabi.com/influencer. That's K A J abi.com slash influencer, kajabi.com slash influencer, and join the creators and entrepreneurs who have made over $6 billion. Now we know that running a small business is no feat, but our friends at JustWorks are here to make it a whole lot easier for us. JustWorks software automates HR for both employees and admins. As a reliable and flexible platform, JustWork earns back time, so you can focus on running your business with big confidence. Signing up is a breeze. In just 30 minutes, you can set up payroll that streamlines paying your team, saves time, and mitigates errors. And it's desktop and mobile friendly. Plus, you can get ready to pay yourself and your amazing team in as little as two business days. That is the kind of speed and efficiency that we need as small businesses. You can even integrate time tracking and benefits that support running your small business with ease. Don't miss your chance to get one month free by visiting justworks.com slash influencer. Secure the limited time offer and start letting JustWorks run your payroll so you don't have to. Start your free month now at justworks.com slash influencer. Since I am all about habits and routines and goals for the new year, let's talk about healthy eating. Now, obviously, this is a hot topic for so many of us right now because I know that so many people are looking to revamp their eating habits in the new year. But I think so often we fall short because of a few things. One, it can be really time consuming to cook fresh meals every day, especially as a parent. Two, it can be time consuming and difficult to prepare and go to the grocery store and just have all the ingredients that we need for the week. And so, if you're anything like me, what tends to happen is that we fall back on old habits of just ordering out all of our meals or snacking around meals or just grabbing whatever we find in the pantry and not really giving our bodies the nourishment that we need. But a really simple solution that I have found for the new year HelloFresh. Whether you want to save money, eat better, or stress less, HelloFresh is here to help you do all three. Imagine having farm-fresh ingredients and chef-crafted recipes delivered to your doorstep, no grocery store chaos. Also, what I love about HelloFresh is that everything comes pre-portioned right to your doorstep, which is a huge perk for me because of the time savings, and there's less hassle and less wasted food. Another perk with me because with two small kids in the house, it is so easy for us to waste food. Food, and that drives me crazy. And even if there are nights where you barely have any time to cook, what you can do is check out their lineup of 15-minute recipes which are amazing. These are great for those nights when you're just trying to catch up on all the duties and you just need a healthy but quick option. I made a really good chicken dish the other night and they also have some good vegan options. My husband is also gluten-free, so they have something for everybody regardless of what your dietary preferences may be and this is huge for so many of us as I know. Now here is the big news. HelloFresh understands the breakfast game and how important getting protein first thing in the morning is. So HelloFresh is giving all subscribers free breakfast for life. Yes, you heard it right. A free breakfast item with every single delivery. I mean, who wouldn't want to wake up to that? We all know the importance of breakfast and getting that protein fix in the morning. And the fact that I just don't have to think about it just made HelloFresh a no brainer for me this year. So that means you will enjoy a totally free breakfast item with every single HelloFresh delivery. So go to hellofresh.com influencerfree influencer free and use code influencer free for free breakfast for life. One breakfast item per box while the subscription is active. That's free breakfast for life at hellofresh.com slash influencer free with the code influencer free. Check it out and find out why HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit. I made a commitment at the end of last year, at the end of 2022, to rejuge my schedule and to really start planning it out in a way that gave me more space, that really gave me more time day in and day out to allow myself to work on the things that I really wanted to work on while at the same time, of course, honoring the commitments that I had. And now again, this is really all about subtraction. And if you've been listening to my podcast for the last couple of months, you know that that's been a big topic for me this year. That's a big goal of mine this year is really about refining, tweaking, and taking what already works and making it better by subtracting and taking away the things that do not work and that no longer serve me. So I decided at the beginning of this year that I was going to change the way that I was planning out my work weeks. And instead of having each day be a batched focus on some kind of commitment or some kind of task or some kind of focus, I instead kind of flipped the script and I created days that were focused more on overarching ideas or goals. I am a firm believer in always creating before you consume. Before you get on Instagram, before you start consuming podcasts or reading books or whatever it may be for the day, you wanna make sure that you're creating first. This is kind of how you essentially pay yourself first when it comes to the content that you're creating so you're not consuming more or before you create. I have a a Calendly that is like locked and loaded and ready to go. I always require that me and my team, we send my Calendly out. And if people want to meet with me or have a call with me, they need to fit into my schedule as it is. Now, of course, I'm not going to be crazy and not be flexible. If What I have available doesn't work for someone else, and they need me to work with them. I'm happy to do that if and when it works. But 99% of the time, when I tell people, Hey, I only do calls on Tuesdays, this is what I have available for the next month, they find a time that works. And if that means that it may take a week or two for us to talk, then that just means it may take a week or two for us to talk. If it's not a priority that we get on the phone immediately, we can wait a week or two. And again, what that allows me to do is stay focused on what. The main goals are, what the main priorities are, and allows me to not overload and overwork myself on a Tuesday. When I don't take the time out of my schedule to really look at the data, to really look at the numbers, to really look at are we hitting our goals? Are we hitting the mark? How are things going? It just doesn't happen. Now, if you have a massive team, there may be somebody on your team that does this for you and then reports back to you, but you know, I do have a team, but it's not that big. And so at the end of the day, this really does rely on me and then of course my ops manager. So I use Wednesdays as those days to really research in and on the things that are driving our business. How is the messaging going? How is the copy going? How are our conversion rates? How are our automations and funnels working? Does anything need to be fine-tuned and tweaked? And if they do, then I take that information and again, I save it For that following Monday, when I go back into my content creation, my content editing, my content refinement day, I made that commitment to myself that if I could try to be as organized as possible and get what was absolutely necessary done four days a week, I would have one day a week to devote to be with him. And because I made that a habit so many years ago, it kind of stuck and as i continued to grow to grow my business and grow my team and scale out of course there were still you know more responsibilities and things like that that i had to show up for but i had habitually created this mindset that fridays no one could touch Friday was a no-brainer personal day for Julie. And so what this allows me to do now is I've continued to have that over the years. Friday is a day that I just wake up and I choose what I want to do. Do I want to go see friends and have lunch? Do I want to work? Do I want to go run errands? Do I want to do my doctor's appointments on that day? Like, what is that going to be? And I usually fill up any kind of self-care or any kind of appointments that are personal or that are related to anything that I need to do outside of my business on Friday. Now, again, I am a mom of two little kids. This is no way perfect. It doesn't just, I wake up magically with rainbows and butterflies and have these perfect days of the week. But what this does, planning out my Monday through Friday this way, it gives me a baseline it gives me a structure, it gives me a system to follow. And it also allows me to get really honest with myself and ask myself, Julie, what is essential here? Like when you really take all of the stuff away, what is absolutely essential for the growth and the health of you, your business, your family, your life? I really like this type of plan. It has probably been My favorite out of all of the batching, scheduling, work week things that I have tried. Because again, it's just allowing me to create a lot more space. And it's allowing me to subtract the things that are not essential. And with that space, though, here is the trick. The goal with that space is once you allow yourself that space is to not just fill it up with a bunch of other stuff, because then you're not creating the space. The goal here is to really give yourself that space that's needed for the new ideas, the new insights, the new aha moments, the new clarity, the new creativity, and all of that beautiful stuff that we need to drive our business to the next level, that's where all of that comes in. It comes in the space. It's also allowed me to take walks when it's nice outside, and when I get outside in nature and I take walks, that's where all of my like, best ideas and inspiration come from. I think some of my best reels, my best performing reels lately have been me literally walking in the park and I come up with an idea and I just put my phone up to my face and I start talking and I record the video. And so I like when I allow my life and I allow my schedule to have room for those kinds of moments, for those kinds of spaces. And I think it's important to remember that if you're on this entrepreneurial journey, if you work from home, if you own your own business, if you're building your own brand, you are your own boss. You are the CEO. You get to make the rules. <laughs> like no one is telling you that you have to do something a certain way. You get to create the work. And the schedule and the habits and the plans that work for you. The people who want to appear the most put together are usually the ones that are like just trying their best not to fall apart behind the scenes. Come on. Come
1: on. And that was me.
0: I mean, I was just like on. trying to take the threads and like keep them together because I wanted to be perceived as successful and worthy and respected and, you know, that achievement piece. I wanted to be seen as that and because I wanted it so badly. And I didn't know at the time how to find that within myself. Mm. And so that was the idea of get what you want, because for a very long time in my life, I didn't know what I wanted. I didn't know how Mm. to get what I want. And I kept trying to change all the externals, hoping that that would then somehow get me what i wanted and it didn't white knuckle it to a degree and you can mask to a degree but eventually i think that we all if that is the road that you're on you will hit a rock bottom i hope you hit a rock bottom and i always say ooh, if someone ooh. if someone is going down get out of the way so they can get as aerodynamic as possible on the way down and crash and burn because that is where the gift is the only place to go from there is up and that's where you learn and i think that by trying to jump in and either catch yourself out of that, or even somebody else in your life, you are stealing from them the dignity of having that experience for them to be able to learn. So I had to get out of my own way.
1: So that's one of the first, like one, there's three foundational principles. And you know, I love me some alliteration for awareness, acceptance, and action. But before we actually get into like any sort of framework, When you talk about robbing somebody of the dignity of the downward ascension, and then their re-ascension, very similar to like the rising of the Phoenix, I want us to have like a real talk about what that means to accept the dissension, to accept rock bottom, or a vision that came to me very clearly this past week is that I, a few things that happened personally, professionally, and I feel, Julie, that- the vision that came to mind was just like everything is burned. It's like dry and it's bearing and it's good, but it's dry and it's bearing. And then I, I realized that in order for me to have a regrowth and for, in order for me to actually be thrusted and forced to change was that moment of it's my opportunity to rise again and do it the way that I want to do it. But if yeah. somebody had tried to step in So where do we get to that moment of acceptance? Like, what is somebody who's saying, okay, I am at the bottom or hot dang, I'm not at the bottom and I feel myself going down. What, what do we do? Like, how do we get to acceptance?
0: We can't get to acceptance unless we get to awareness first. So um, Mm. what I learned um, are the three A's, and these are actually very well known in therapy groups and recovery circles. Um, They've been around for a long time and I applied them to. I still apply them to everything in my Mm -hmm. life. And when I can do that is when I can really get to a place of self acceptance and and really of of serenity. And so the Mm -hmm. first of the three A's is awareness. And this is just as being aware and identifying that some kind of problem or dysfunction exists that needs to change. That's it. Mm -hmm. I am aware that this is not getting me what I want. I'm aware that this is not getting me to where I want to go. And this needs to change. The
1: next piece is
0: acceptance. Is
1: it Behavioral. Like when you say, because what you, something you just said is like, I'm aware that this isn't getting me where I want to go, or I'm aware that this isn't getting me what I want. But what are we talking about here? Like, are we talking about an emotion? Are we talking about human to human relationships? Are we talking about a business or all of it?
0: Patterns. um, It can be, you know, I could, I could even simply say like, I'm aware that when I go meet my mom for lunch, she's always late. Cause I could be annoyed about her being late. So first I would say, okay, I'm aware that she's always late. Then acceptance, can I accept that she's always late? Okay, so now what am I going to do about it? Ooh am I going to not meet her? Am I going to bring a book with me and wait on her? Like, how can I get myself out of the suffering? And so that's, it's that first dip of, I'm aware that there is some kind of suffering dysfunction, you know, trigger tick that's happening either within myself or in some experience that I'm having with another person, place, or thing that needs to change. Acceptance is, it's really flip, flip and uncomfortable because mm-hmm. this is the place where You, me, and everyone listening has to come to grips with the idea that, okay, this problem isn't all of me, but this problem is a part of me. This problem began with me, and now it's going to end with me. And it doesn't define me just as, you know, no other single characteristic of our lives define us, but it is a piece to a jigsaw puzzle in our lives that no, no longer fits and it needs to be removed. And it's up to me to do that. It's not. His fault, her fault out there, it, it's here. And this is really about keeping the focus on ourselves and accepting our part to play, even if it's just 1%, because we always have a part to play.
1: So, the business owner who became aware that the business is not where it's supposed to be, they're not exactly happy with the outcome. Right. That is at first the awareness, and then the acceptance was that the business started with you and changes in the business, changes to the previous chapter end with you and changes yep. to the next chapter, start with you. So right. let's get into action.
0: Yep. And so action is just, that's the plan. That's the plan we put in place to restore and really recover and to get those things that have kind of been lost in the dysfunction back. And with mm. action, this is where we get clarity, confidence, self-esteem, balance, hope, serenity, peace, excitement, joy, This is where all of that comes from, but you can't get there until you are aware of the problem. You accept what it is. And then you decide, okay, now what am I going to do about it? I'm showing up, I'm doing this, I'm doing that, but nothing's changing. And it's like, well, why is nothing changing? And what's your part in the fact that nothing's changing? It's Mm. like with, with my story, I could have said, you know, like, why is my PR business not growing? And why is this happening? It's like, well, because you're hiding $30,000 of credit card debt and lying about it. Like, Hello. You expect Mm. your life to be hunky-dory when you've got this thing. And maybe it's not something that big for somebody else, but it's going back to what you said earlier, Jasmine, about what is that thing? What is that thing that you're so afraid to admit either to yourself or other people? What is that shame-ridden thing? What are you so terrified of? What are you so afraid of that is keeping you from really allowing yourself to crack open and be seen by the world and to shine? What Mm. is that for you? You can't hide yourself. And then expect to be seen expectation is nothing but a premeditated resentment period we are premeditating a resentment that we are going to have over a person place thing or idea by expecting something to be something that it's not
1: talk about a cloud of negativity mm-hmm. expectation is premeditated resentment it's like you're expecting to be resentful for the thing. Dang girl. Right.
0: I I'm expecting you Jasmine to be someone you're not. And when you're not who I make up and tell myself you are, I resent you. Mm. And then guess what? It's not my responsibility. It's Jasmine. So then that's the payoff is that the focus is not on us. The problem is not for ours, for us to try to give over or change or figure out the problem remains out there which means we don't have to take accountability which means we get to stay in the cycle of suffering
1: and this queen which is why the book was freaking written is that what is stopping us from reaching our highest level of self-awareness self-love self-acceptance and just straight out success is that we can't let go of the baggage and then we expect to get through the door And like, no, you are not entitled to do that. Okay.
0: Being from where I'm from, it was scary for people to think big. It was scary for people to move out of that small town. It was scary for people to have big dreams. It was scary for people to be entrepreneurs. My mom, my mom would always say, why aren't you satisfied in your corporate job, which gives you, gives you healthcare that I never had and gives you a 401k that Mm -hmm. I never had and get, it was all my mom's fears of, Mm -hmm. you know, my mom had to hustle to put food on the table. She had no college degree. She had no background. She had nothing to fall on. And she didn't want me to have to struggle the way that she did. And so even though I can have compassion for that and honor where that comes from. And so I think that me remembering that in myself is like my, whatever my limitations are, whatever my scarcity mindset may be that I have to work through to be very mindful, to be very aware, to -hmm. not put that on my own daughter. And even in our own society, I just, I think that it is my job. And if I can just do this, even if it's just a little bit, if I can give, you know, I think about, and Jasmine, I'm sure you have, you know, this kind of feeling come up. I think about the women that come through my communities that I have the honor of coaching. And I see how, how fast they can have transformations. And I think about like, what if I would have gotten started with them sooner? What if when they were in second grade or third grade or fourth grade mm-hmm. they started hearing these ideas they started knowing what was possible they started believing in this ifness that was infinite what would happen what would have changed and you know i think that we all need to go through what we need to go through because it makes us who we are but if i could have any type of impact on my daughter or her generation it would be to let those little girls know that they are infinite and their possibilities are infinite that is what i need to focus on with her All right, my friends, there you have it the best of productivity. And we are going to be back, same time, same place next week for our first episode of 2024 that is all about content strategy. I cannot wait to dive into this great best of episode with you. We are coming in hot with some really good strategies for you to get locked and loaded and get started this new year with a bang. And also sharing something brand new that is coming for the podcast in 2024. We're going to be teasing a little bit of that next week on our best of content strategy episode. So you will not want to miss that. And until then, my friends, I hope you have a beautiful and happy new year, and I will see you next week. Same time, same place. As always, thank you so much for joining me today and every week here on the Influencer Podcast. If you're wanting to dive deeper into the topics and discussions that we have here, I would encourage you to head over to juliesolomon.net and sign up for my weekly newsletter. It is in our amazing newsletter community that we are able to really support you on a much larger scale. And I love to do a ton of amazing things that I send inside your inbox every single week. So just head over to juliesolomon.net. You'll see a little spot there that you can add your information and you will get on the list and start receiving all of that good stuff.